0: Welcome to another episode of Corporate Adventure Capital. This is Andrew Matuzak. I am a corporate development and corporate venture capital professional exploring how non-traditional VC investors can use investments to accelerate innovation, build quality acquisition pipelines, and inform their growth initiatives. I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, please leave me a comment or send me a message on either Twitter or LinkedIn. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the subject, and please send me your ideas for topics to cover in the future. Thank you very much and enjoy.
1: So, this episode was the result of a suggestion by Siraj Singh, who's pursuing his MS in management science and engineering out at Columbia University. So Suraj, thank you. I really just want to thank you for reaching out and making the suggestion. And if anyone has a suggestion or an idea, please send me a message. I'd love to try to incorporate it into a future podcast as well. So, the main objective of this podcast is to provide aspiring CBC professionals some background information to help inform and potentially shape some career choices. So, first of all, there's definitely no definitive recipe out there. Uh, I hope that this serves as a useful roadmap for those that are interested in pursuing this pretty exciting field. So, where are we going to start? Well, at its core, corporate venture capital is basically the intersection of finance industry knowledge, and entrepreneurism. So CVC professionals have a varied background, but there are definitely some typical educational and technical skills that form the foundation for most. So let's talk about those key technical skills and let's start with finance. So all the jargon out there can make it seem way more complicated than it is. Venture capital, whether corporate or independent, It's basically all just about lending money. And in this case, a company uses its cash to invest in a startup or some smaller business. And in exchange for this cash, the company typically receives some equity, although there are some more complicated structures, including debt or debt-like instruments. So from a technical skills perspective, you need to have a good understanding of investments and be able to think through and compare investment alternatives and be able to explain their returns. The wrinkle with venture investing is that even less data is available than what you're going to be used to. So company could be pre-revenue, could be underscaled, could be unproven, and the ability to forecast with any degree of confidence is almost impossible, or at least it's going to be way more challenging than what you're typically used to when you're comparing and evaluating investments in more mature companies. So venture investing relies a lot more on portfolio diversification and qualitative or soft factors, such as an evaluation of management's previous experience. Now, a lot of investment professionals from other fields would be pretty uncomfortable with this type of due diligence and lack of forecasting and reliance on these types of soft factors. And it's not as though the numbers don't bear this out. Most emerging and early stage growth companies are going to fail and the capital invested in them is going to be lost. But this isn't the reason why companies invest in startups to begin with. Sure, everybody wants to get some financial return, and even some corporate venture capital programs have financial performance as part of their evaluation, but most corporate venture investments have some element of a strategic objective. And even if a startup fails in, say, two years or 18 months, companies can still recognize material strategic benefits. But most corporate venture capital programs have an investment committee or some other governing body that is going to require some financial analysis in order to get the investment approved. So we're going to have to have a solid finance background, especially as it relates to analyzing investments. Second, industry knowledge. Industry knowledge is very important. Most corporate venture capital programs are investing for strategic, cultural, or financial reasons. And most of these are going to be achieved when investing in industries adjacent to the parent company. So deal evaluation is going to be rooted in this industry knowledge as much as it's going to be about the financial analysis and the projection of future revenue. Most investment cases for these emerging stage companies are going to be based more on a theoretical hypothesis, a guess or a hypothesis about what you think this company is going to be able to do in the future if certain things happen. And industry knowledge is absolutely critical to being able to create, dissect, and evaluate these investment hypotheses. In fact, most corporate venture capital programs are going to be investing in those startups that are adjacent to the parent company. And so industry knowledge is going to be just as important, if not more important than those financial skills. Especially at this phase of a startup's life cycle where financial analysis is going to be way more art than science, a firm grasp of the industry is going to be critical to identifying what companies and ideas are worth a second look. Most of the time, in my opinion, deal evaluation is going to come down to which ideas are most relevant to your industry and which are potentially disruptive to the parent company. Understanding what can be disruptive to the parent company based on the industry and where that industries headed, coupled with a good grasp of the management team and an understanding on whether or not that management team can take you there, that's going to be the essential part of deal evaluation. And that last part, understanding whether that management team can take that startup to where it needs to go is part of the third skill, and that's entrepreneurialism. And it's not really a skill, but more of a mindset. It's about being able to evaluate that management team. Startups just don't look like the typical companies that you're going to evaluate in business school and the management teams are also very dissimilar and nothing prepares you better for evaluating startups than being in a startup yourself even better be the founder but even without this background you can prepare yourself for evaluating startups by participating in startup challenges and being part of the general ecosystem i think the key to remember is, is there's not just one recipe here that's going to make you a successful cvc candidate Not all successful CVC programs are headed by former founders, not all have finance backgrounds. Some aren't even in the same industry, but they've come to learn it. But I think the key is having a good foundation, and these three skills can provide that type of foundation. Although that's not impossible, it definitely is going to be more challenging to break into this field without at least some foundation in finance, the industry, and a basic understanding of entrepreneurialism. All right, moving from those hard technical skills to the soft skills. Of all the soft skills and personal characteristics that one could possess, I think the one most important characteristic or soft skill to have if you want to be in corporate venture capital is persistence. And that's because it's often so difficult to break into this field. If you want to be in it, my advice is keep trying. Be persistent. So keeping in mind the need for persistence, let's talk about how folks can find jobs in the CVC field. Those that are interested can apply directly to specific CVC programs, and I'd recommend a great resource, uh, which is the Job Board on M&A Science, which is mascience.com. It's a great podcast. Certainly recommend listening to it. And on their website, they host a very good job board and you'll often find job positions and openings for CVC programs. So just keep in mind that even though there's over 4,000 venture programs in existence the number of open positions can seem pretty small Uh, so you may want to consider applying for positions within say corporate development uh, the strategy teams or the innovation teams especially in those companies that have a CVC that you're particularly interested in then learn network and apply internally so if you don't see a CBC position open in the company you're interested in, see whether or not those adjacent offices, corp dev, strategy, or innovation have openings, and then try to get in and work your way from there over to the CBC. In my own opinion, I think that corporate development is especially relevant to corporate venture capital as it gives you great exposure into how the company approaches their investments. And Corp dev can be a great introduction to the venture community as well, which is absolutely essential to the role of the CBC professional. Alternatively, you can always pursue a career or an opening position at a more traditional venture capital firm or an independent venture capital firm and then leverage your network and identify opportunities inside Corp Dev or a CVC at another company. Oftentimes you're going to have those opportunities to work alongside those strategic investors and you'll have those opportunities to make the introductions to the folks that can bring you over to that company. Now, once you're in a corporate venture capital program, what's it look like? What do you expect to see? Most organizations have their CVCs report to the CEO most frequently, oftentimes the CFO, and then closely followed by the head of strategy. There's other organizations where the reporting structure has the head of corporate venture capital reporting into corporate development or even the head of innovation. It's fairly evenly split after you get from the C-suite. So keep in mind that these are going to be very senior positions and a great opportunity for you to network and to expand your influence within the CVC. So in conclusion, I think being part of a corporate venture capital program is probably one of the most interesting and impactful jobs at an organization. You're going to have front row seats to startups that are innovating and creating disruption within the industry. You're going to meet incredibly and wonderfully interesting people and get a wide perspective on the industry as a whole, as well as how the organization actually works. Being at the forefront of new markets, you're going to see new trends and have insights that others are going to want to learn and understand. And you can help shape company strategy by bringing these insights into your organization and demonstrating how they can be directly applied to your company. Overall, if you have an interest in this space, I'd say go for it. You can have an outsized impact on your company and provide significant value and not just measured by a healthy return on the invested capital. This fourth pillar of growth, corporate venture capital, is an important tool to avoid blind spots that traditional build buy ally efforts can just miss entirely. And again, while there isn't any one recipe or right way to getting started in this field, a good combination of finance skills, industry knowledge, and entrepreneurialism coupled with persistence can set you up for success. If you're listening and have some additional thoughts or guidance for those looking to break into the world of corporate venture capital, please drop a comment. Send me a note and we'll incorporate. Again, finally, I want to thank Suraj Singh for suggesting this episode. It was a great idea. Thanks, Ben.
0: So, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I certainly appreciate you listening. I certainly encourage you to. Uh, to comments, leave your comments here, subscribe, send me a message either through LinkedIn or through Twitter. Let me know uh, what you thought of this episode and let me know what you'd like to hear about in the future. Ideas, topics, other things that you think you'd find interesting that relate to the world of corporate adventure capital. Thank you very much until next time.